Let's take out the trash day. Friday. I mean, what is it? Any stories we have to give the press that we're not wild about, we give them all in a lump on Friday. Why do you do it on Friday? Because no one reads the paper on Saturday. But we do. I'm Yael Grauer, and this is the Monday Morning Dumpster Dive. On Friday, the Wall Street Journal reported that Facebook allowed select companies to have special access to user data, even though that access was supposed to have been fully cut off in 2015. Sirus Farivar is the senior tech policy reporter at Ars Technica. He says that it's not precisely clear what the nature of the records are. When I sent Facebook an email and it took them a little while to get back to me on Friday afternoon, their spokeswoman Katie Dormer was not able to tell me exactly what records were shared with some of these companies. They, they wouldn't say. The Wall Street Journal was able to confirm that it included things like phone numbers and also a couple other things. There was uh, something I think that they referred to as a data link or friend link. I forget the exact uh, wording that they used, but essentially how close or how you know often somebody was communicating with somebody else. So we don't actually know what the full scope of data that was shared was. This news falls on the heels of other reports ranging from undisclosed data sharing and data being exposed in ways that wasn't intended. Although this may have made some Facebook users more distrustful of the company, many privacy advocates believe that the social media conglomerate has not been held meaningfully accountable. In recent months, even in the wake of Cambridge Analytica, it seems like every day or every week there's kind of some new, you know, Facebook disclosure. There's, you know, there was a bug. There was, you know, some data sharing that wasn't previously disclosed. And I feel like it's becoming increasingly difficult for Facebook to really have the full kind of confidence of its users. That being said, you know, while we see a lot of kind of evidence of this uh, online, right? When I when my article posted, there was a lot of people who responded to it on Twitter and said, you know, hashtag delete Facebook. People are saying, oh, we don't trust Facebook, whatever. It's not clear to me that Facebook has suffered any meaningful harm from Cambridge Analytica or anything that came after it, right? Its stock price, as far as I can tell, has more than recovered uh, since Cambridge Analytica. As far as I can tell, they have not lost any mass number of users despite the kind of online, you know, campaigns for people to delete Facebook. You know, so it's not really very clear to me what, if any, price Facebook has paid for some of their, you know, perceived uh, misbehavior. The information published on Friday stems from an ongoing lawsuit taking place in San Mateo County. The company 643 is trying to get Facebook to restore its more permissive level of data sharing that it had prior to 2015. Facebook did not alert the press about this issue or make any announcements, and has released very little information to the media, so it's unclear what precise data was shared, who it was shared with, how long it was shared, and the circumstances behind the data sharing. Facebook would not provide Cirrus with a list of companies that had the extension, but the Wall Street Journal reported that Nissan and the Royal Bank of Canada were among them. You know, I think it's really difficult because... I think Facebook, like a lot of tech companies, it seems to me, generally speaking, are not very forthcoming in terms of you know how they think about uh, these data sharings, right? Something that may be good for a you know one-off business deal or a handful of business deals um, may not necessarily be something that um, you know a substantial portion or even the majority of Facebook users you know actually want. Anyone who's worked to try to keep information private knows that it's not an easy thing to do. 
That said, the constant trickle of news stories and lack of information from Facebook can harm confidence in the company. How this will play out for them remains to be seen. I would like to believe that there are people at Facebook who are trying to get, you know, this problem right. But I think it makes it, you know, it's sort of a boy who cried wolf kind of a thing where, you know, you had one episode and then another and another and another. uh, And we still don't know kind of basic information. Um, So it's getting harder and harder to kind of have faith in the company. But that being said, you know, as I said earlier, they don't seem to have paid a substantive price um, for keeping these kinds of deals quiet, you know? So maybe if another such deal were to be exposed, you know, over the next few months or years, perhaps under something like the GDPR in Europe uh, that imposes meaningful fines, you know, 4% of global revenue, which would be quite a lot for Facebook, you'd probably be talking about billions of dollars, that could, you know, impose a real penalty on them for the first time, you know? So, um, so we'll see, I don't know. So Bruce Farivar is a senior tech policy reporter at Ars Technica. This episode was edited by Daniel Spencer. I'm Yael